This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. It is a shout-out Friday. Shout-out. I think, to the fellows from the GVAG Nation, but this could go terribly, terribly wrong. Oh, no. They are doing their shock collar quiz today. The first round is in the 4 o'clock hour. The second round is in the 5 o'clock hour. And it sounds like in addition to pain, there could be betrayal based on general knowledge. I will tell you this. Here's an update. Our super team of Mike, Reggie, and Carter named 43... Of the 46 presidents, because yes, we did give them two points for Grover Cleveland. So I thought y'all did a heck of a job. Thanks, man. Thanks. It was really Carter. Apparently Carter is just like an incredible history buff, and I did not realize that. Carter was crushing the ones that you're like, ooh, I probably wouldn't have guessed that one. Yep. Well well done, gentlemen. It's like that song for G-Bag Nation. You want to be a baller, shock caller. That's... You know what? I do not think that is a bad use of that song today. All right. Thank you. Do you guys want to do some NBA questions that I have constructed for you? I might have stolen one of them, but Go. I have constructed the rest of them. Why would you them. steal? Are these yes I or no? I thought you learned your lesson in middle school. <laughs> Mostly. All right. I borrowed. The, yeah. The, you can expand however you want. Does the KD injury doom the Suns? Yes. Oh, Reginald. What was the question again? What? Well, let me, hey, I'll let Reggie, I'll expand on my just yes, that the KD injury dooms the Suns. I do think as great as he is, they need a little bit of time to play. And I'm going to go off of my friend who was right when I said the Phoenix Suns are going to the NBA finals after that trade. He said, Mike, he always gets hurt. Why do you think he's going to be healthy this time? And what happened? He tried to lay a ball up before a game, and now he's out for an undisclosed amount of time. And I just don't know if his body can go through four seven-game series. Okay. Okay. So that's why I say, yes, they're doomed. Is not that they're going to lose in the first round. They might. But that I don't know if KD's going to be there for them, and they mentally need him. I think they are the 2007 mentally – Dallas Mavericks. I think they know they're losers. If they don't have a different wow, feel, yeah. if they can't go to KD, I do think Chickenhead Booker and Chris Paul and those guys are going to look at each other and go, we know what happens when we rely on us. We lose by 40 in game time situations. I, if, he is, if he is out for the playoffs, absolutely. If he is not out for the playoffs, then You have to do a little fine. projection. And so I'm willing to say no. Because okay. I do you not got him think in the finals. I, the tough thing about it is the West feels really wide open, and so because nobody respects Denver. 
I mean, I respect Denver. They also still have their weaknesses that are very gettable, right? Um, and that's why when we were talking about, like, the worst matchup for the Mavs earlier, I'm like, I don't really have one that I think is they're incapable of scaling. Yeah. It just would take circumstance. But I think that the Suns team, like, the way that we talk about Kyrie and Luka needing to gel and figure out how to play together, the way that all of these dudes play on the Suns, it doesn't take all that much figuring out. He yeah. really just has to – and they can all default to ISO basketball if they really want to, and it'll be 100% fine for them. I, I understand what you're saying, and I agree with you for the most part offensively uh, because I do think Devin Booker – here's the great thing. Devin Booker, the chicken head, is going to defer in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter of these big moments. Mm-hmm. He He's yep. going to chicken head himself out of oh it, gosh. and that's great for for uh, Devin – or for uh, Kevin Durant. But, Reggie, don't you think when it comes playoff time that if you've never played together and there could be a chance where they play, like, let's just say two games. Let's just say, I'm just guessing, but they come back and play two games before the regular season is over. Do you feel like you're going to have your defensive rotations down, the strengths and weaknesses of Dion? Like, if you're Kevin Durant, and I know he's not the main defensive guy, but all your strengths and weaknesses of the four other guys on the court with you defensively and what they're kind of asking you to do? That's going to be a little bit of a challenge that knowing what each other does, but Kevin Durant is still an incredible defender and like, especially help side defender and in the post, I think that they have everything that they need to be a good defensive team. And I, I, I understand what you mean, like trying to put together the understanding for everybody, but I think they've already gotten to a pretty good place where also their defense is going to be somewhat effective because they offensively can put pressure on other teams as well. Let's move over to the East. I know what the betting odds say, but who is the true favorite in the East? Bucks. Man, I think I'm going to lean towards Reggie's answer, but I I just think it's a two-team race. Uh, Sure. I just think it's going to be Milwaukee versus Boston. That's going to be a heck of a series. I can see Boston coming out of that and making it to the NBA Finals, but I just think heck of a series. Can't wait for that series to happen because I do think hey Philadelphia a good team I just don't think they can win a seven game series against either one of those teams and I don't think Cleveland I'm gonna lean towards Cleveland as the other first round winner yeah uh, and I get how great New York Knicks are playing and I it just really kind of hurts my heart I'm, I'm happy for Jalen Brunson it's not his fault at all the Mavericks did not want to offer him a max out contract or close sure. to so Yes, he wanted to go to New York, and and the Mavericks didn't want to compete with that offer either. Um, so I just look at it and go, man, great year for the Knicks, but I still don't know if they're going to get out of the first round. Yeah, the Bucks have the best defense in the in the league, pretty much. And on top of that, a thing that I've just think if they could add Justin Holiday to that, thank <laughs> God we got him. But no, speaking of his brother Drew, uh, Chris Middleton missed a lot of time this yes. year. Drew Holiday previously was kind of more of a defensive specialist that could give you a little bit of offense. He could put some points With in. Chris Middleton yeah. missing time and Giannis at times missing time, Drew was required to step up and have more offensive presence. And now with Middleton coming back, Drew is a little bit more comfortable this season having to give, put in offensively. So now you have three legitimate guys on offense that you have to be aware of, and the defense is all there. It's a really scary proposition. Across BetQL, FanDuel, BetMGM, and Caesars, Boston Celtics are an average of plus 135, and the Bucks are an average of plus 150. So wow. it's just damn near as close as you can get without it literally being even. All right, 
Assuming it's not the Mavs, and this would take some sort of fantastical, mathematical, illogicalness to make it happen, which team do you want to get Victor Wembenyama? An Eastern Conference team? That makes sense. <laughs> um, who, who in the East is well, actually Detroit's in that horrible. Game. I yeah, mean, okay, if you look Detroit. at Houston, San Antonio, and Detroit, are not in order, but those are the worst three teams uh, in the NBA. And I know that it can... It can still change, but... Because I kind of thought I wouldn't hate Charlotte because it fits that. You could see him up with Mello. Let me ask stuff. you this. Is there something like DNA-wise, I hate saying this, because they're DNA-wise, it's great. Two of the three kids made the NBA and has have made an impact at times in the NBA. But with Lonzo Ball's career looking like it could be over. Man, that is... LaMelo Ball yeah. is also breaking down tremendously, too. Hurt, yeah. I'm wondering if there's... I've played with guys that were like this. One of them being like John Patterson. He's from Orange, Texas. He was a top 10 pick in the 1996 draft. There's other players I played with that their body couldn't handle an MLB season. They just... For some reason, they're gifted enough to pitch or play at a high level at whatever sport, but... Their body cannot handle that. They need to handle a high school season or a college season. It cannot yeah. handle an NBA season. And I'm wondering the Charlotte thing, interesting with women Yamba. But then I think to myself, is LaMelo Ball's body going to follow his brother's body, which it seems like it is? That's that's an interesting question. I would have to do more research. I can't rule it out, though. I can't say that. Like, just like certain diseases, like, it makes sense that some people are, like, genetically not predetermined, but more likely. More prone to Yeah, exactly. Injury. Yeah. Is there a team for you, Reggie, that you, like, would like to see him go to? I mean, maybe the Spurs because of the teams that the- are really bad. <laughs> I knew that was going to make him mad. I know. But of the teams, this is my perspective. I was like, where would be the place that he would have the best opportunity to be, like, really good? And, I mean, his natural talent is there, but, like, the organization around him. And of the teams that are really bad, that organization seems to have a good head coach and has a, you know, like, a good – the team that's uh, that's good at putting talent around players when they are good. And I can't say that much about the Houston Rockets who look like they are wandering in the desert, the Detroit Pistons of late, right? Not since the – I guess you could point to, like, 04 when they were good. I, I don't really – believe in any of those other organizations to put things around him to be successful in the ways that would make him you know a sunday afternoon star yeah you know what i mean real quick the top eight picks right now would be in order without lottery would be detroit houston san antonio charlotte orlando indiana char or sorry uh orlando again so orlando has the fifth and seventh pick right now and then oak and oaks oklahoma city so that's kind of gives you an idea of where he could go let me stick with this then you have pick three, four, or five with the assumption that Victor Wembanyama and Scoot Henderson go one, two. Like, it's, it's felt that way for a while. Let's just say that. You have a top five pick. Do you draft Brandon Miller? Yes. Okay. Yeah, probably. Okay. I'm guessing you're basing this on, on like, the, the story and the legal ramifications yeah, I, of that. I, but I, well, also, that's true. But also, I just wanted to, since y'all are really into basketball, I wanted to get this as sort of my, like, test to see how far this is going to ripple. Because past top five, I think people are going to be like, hey, talent's talent, you know? But I, I was just kind of curious if you think it would have an impact, whether it's, you know, Smith and Black from Arkansas or whoever, or the Thompsons to move 
kind of higher in the draft. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that that's going to do this. So you talk about the talent, and I think when you talk about the incident that happened in Alabama, it's not it, not the kind where you look at it and you go, oh, man, he's always around trouble. Yeah. Like, this was a former teammate that yeah, he was yeah, hanging yeah. out with that then ended up in a very bad situation, and I'm not trying to, like, you know, absolve him of no, whatever responsibility you. he had there, but it seems more individual of an incident than... I, and I'll be honest, I haven't watched the Twins play uh, in the G League or whatever, yeah. but... I think Amen's the better of the two. That's what they have. They have him going three and the other brother going fifth. So What's it's, the other brother's name again? Uh, Asar, if I'm saying it right. Okay. A-U-S-A-R. Okay. Asar. Uh, I've watched Arkansas play because of Anthony Black from, I guess, Duncanville. Yeah. Um, and I've watched that Nick Smith Jr. play. I'm not impressed with him. I'm, I could be totally off on him, and, and he could be great and, and be an all-star in the NBA for 10 years. But they have him as a top-10 pick, and... Every time I watch high. Arkansas, yeah. I'm like, why is this Nick Smith Jr. rated so yeah. high? Now, you, we're, if we're talking about players that have run into trouble, depending on the variety of it, Grizzlies, 7-13 and 13 in their last 20 games. Will Jaw come back, and will the Grizzlies excel because of it? He will come back, and I'm going to put them in the second round. Okay. And then drop... I, Right now, well, it's I, interesting. They would play the Kings. Well, they lost Clark, and they lost um, yeah, Brandon Adams. Clark, ACL yeah. injury and yeah. Stephen Adams. And so that, that, that's a big one. Yeah, that's two yeah. of their eight best players. Right. So I mean, that's I get it. Hey, it's not John Morant, but they are a one man show with unbelievably great role players. And I know I'm taking a little bit of a Jaron Jackson. I know made the All Star team, and and congratulations to, to him. He is the guy picked right after Luke. If you don't know who he is, and You'll get to see the him play three out of the next five games against the Mavericks. But I just look at them and being like they are a one-man team with a whole bunch of really good role players around them. But I just, I don't know. I think that they can be upset in the second round. Okay. And maybe it won't be upset if they are the threes. I have a bonus ridiculous question for you. I heard an illusion of this on the G-Vag Nation. I was like, you know what? Let's go a little further down this uh, down this avenue. Would you trade, remember, ridiculous question. Would you trade Luca to Oklahoma City for Giddy, Shea, Holmgren, and three first-round picks? I hate my answer right now, but I lean to yes. Wow, okay. I mean, that's a that's it. That's a hell of a haul. Thought right process there. there being you get a, a, a possible all-star in the future, a top 15 player in Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and then like three lottery picks and opportunity yeah. to really hit. And a lot of people love Getty oh, too. Man. Like Getty's yeah. a is a great role player who has maybe the ability to turn into a, a borderline all-star. So I look at if I'm going to get that and three future first, and let's just say right now they have the eighth overall pick. If you and give that me that, will the, be part of it. And so. I hate saying this. I would lean to yes because I don't think the Mavericks have a chance in hell of building a good enough team around Luka Doncic with what they have. And so I would I would almost go, I hate doing this because when you get a top five player, it's not very smart to trade them. But I'd look at it and go, in the next two to three years, how do we build around this guy to actually create a contender we've screwed up so many times this would almost be a start over and now we build around it's scary because chet already missed a whole season and yeah. shea has has had injury problems 
Giddy's a really good player, but he's definitely he's a poor man's Luca this, somewhat. This is Matt, and I've seen a couple people texting in. No way OKC would do that. You're out of your mind. They would they would make you pick up the phone, they make that trade this second. Reggie? I'm sure if they got the top two pick, they wouldn't. Okay. They would not include yeah, Wibbenyamba or Scoot Henderson. Eight, but right. yeah, Reggie, what say you? Do you make that deal? <sighs> that is such a long sigh. Because, I mean, your common thought in basketball and NBA is you trade the best player away and you lose the deal. Yep. And you would be trading away the best player. That decision would have to depend on if you feel like you can keep Luka Doncic around. Right, like I think that's the baseline idea is do you think Luka Doncic becomes one of the players that after their rookie extension goes, yeah, thanks, but no thanks, and moves along? Because if that's the case, then you get a whole bunch of young guys and the opportunity to really build this thing back. Otherwise, I think you keep Luka Doncic. And, I mean, he's a top five player in the league. Yeah. Like you just, it seems unreasonable to send that away if it is not working for you. And it seems like it is still working for you. Okay. Yeah, no, I just... It's a great... I tell you what, it makes you think, though, right, Reggie? Like, for me, I'm like, dude, I'm not not for this. This isn't a no-brainer. I'm just like, dang it, like, you've put a package in front of me that I would have to really talk to Bill Duffy and Luca, and also then talk to, you know, if I'm Cuban and Nico and Michael Finley, I got to go, hey, would it be better and easier for us to build around the three guys we got, the eighth overall pick, two future first? Yep. Than just Luca and 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 Dwight Powell, I guess, who we love to death. <laughs> We're the KNC masterpiece. Appreciate all the feedback, even the people who are like, no way OKC would make that trade. I absolutely think that they would make that trade. Coming up next, Masterpiece Theater, the pound for pound fighter rankings for the Rocky and Creed movies. Who is in your top three? Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. We will do that next, right here on the fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. It's time for a, we could skip the Masterpiece Theater intro because instead I want a different intro if we can go to cut number six because I'm excited to have this conversation. 877-881-1053. Who are the top three fighters in the history of the Rocky in Creed series. And then if you also want to throw out who's the worst fighter. Ah, the HIV guy. <laughs> that would be Tommy the Machine Gun from Rocky Five, who did briefly win the heavyweight championship. And then he lost a street fight to Rocky in what I feel like all humans should agree is easily the worst of any of those. I think there's nine of them with yeah. the six Rocky and the three Creed. And he was a real boxer, too. I thought you were about to tell me he did actually have the real heavyweight championship I'm in his real life. pretty sure he oh, did. Because in the movie, he was going for it. Rocky was training him. Yeah. And then he turned to Don King, whatever his name was yeah. in the movie. Uh, and then they fought in the street. I think. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna double check. But yeah. he, you're saying he was he was the real heavyweight champion. He of the held world. well. He held a version of it. Okay. You know who he lost it to? Michael Spinks. Lennox Lewis. Oh yeah, uh, Lennox Lewis was awesome. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah, I'm no. saying so. He beat Donovan Ruddick, and for the vacant IBC heavyweight title, I think it's JJ Ruddick. And then mm-hmm. yeah, yep. old man in the three. <laughs> and then he lost it to Lennox Lewis. So. 
They have, so you have him as the worst fighter in all of the movies. Yes. Uh, it's, that's, I wish that that could be erased somehow, and it didn't happen. That movie sucks. Rocky is guy invests badly. Yes. Well, he remember, poor again. at the very beginning of Rocky Five, he like collapses in the shower still in Russia from the beating he took from Drago. And they're like, oh, yeah, you have brain damage. And then he's like, hey, let's do a movie that's essentially about your kid, too. And that kid who might have been Sylvester Stallone's real kid, he's the worst in that movie. Especially right. with those earrings. <laughs> yes. Hippie. <laughs> but, oh, no. I meant his acting, <laughs> oh, okay. not because of that. All right. Who are your top... Okay, now, this is what I love about these movies. Because I told Jess yesterday, as we're re-watching the Creed movies, yeah. is I was re-watching Creed, the first Creed, and I like how they set the stage. It's like, hey, this guy's number eight. Here's the top two pound-for-pound fighters in the world. Yeah. That is not always a world they dive into in Rocky. And then, so somebody texted in, 972. Tommy Gunn won a manufactured belt. He never won it for Rocky. And so, like, that was one of the plot lines is like, you're a paper champion and everything like that. So, oh, uh, because Don King, whatever his yeah, name was I, in the movie, yeah. I know it wasn't Don King, but they had a person that, like, that's, was, they were like, you're the Don King came? of this. And, and you've stole, you stole this guy from Rocky. I know they're taking a little bit of, I don't, I don't know if this is right or not, a little bit of the Mike Tyson story and putting it into this. Dude, Tommy Gunn. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So who are your For me. Your top three. Number one. If he dies, he dies. Yvonne Drago. Number one. We've got it on the Twitch. We've got it on, I believe, I haven't seen it on YouTube, but I've definitely seen it up and down the truckwreck.com text line. People really believe that that Russian dude was an absolute menace. Okay. Union came. Thank you very much from the person with the 682. I knew something came. And then they showed how steroids work in Rocky IV. Okay, but as a professional fighter, isn't he 0-1-1? Was that sanctioned? That the... The Christmas, the, it's a Christmas the title, movie. The title was Christmas not, Eve. That's, yeah, that's mm-hmm, true. Mm-hmm. The title, I believe, was not on the line. So I guess if it's not sanctioned, it then he's... not a sanctioned Yeah, fight. he's 0-0. O o. Okay. Yeah, he killed a person and lost. Those are his Wait, two are we, matches. If I we're guess. just going to go on records, then what are we doing here? I thought we were trying to look no, at no, this no. fake boxing and tell you who was the best at the fake I'm, boxing. I'm seriously asking that, although I will admit that record plays a part oh. in... In mine, are I, we choosing? Is Rocky part of this too, or his Rocky opponent? Does, Rocky's yeah. not up here. No, no, because you think he's automatically number one? No. Oh, now he is because I think there's an well, argument to be made against he, him because being he number wins one. these matches a lot of times. I, I think there's an argument to be made that he's not. So we're going. Please, oh, not number one. Yeah, yeah. I, but, I don't think he's number one. Who, who made the list? The, I saw a list from the Ringer. Put Rocky in right, the group, and where does he fit? You think he's in top three? Yes. I, I, I think that they're going to pick Apollo Creed number one because it seemed like when this whole Rocky was taking on Apollo Creed that he was somewhat Muhammad Ali of the time. But even better, if that is possible. So check this out. This is the thing that, like, I don't know how many people know this, and I have to admit the knockouts was a surprise. At the time that Apollo Creed fought Rocky... He was 46 and 0 with 46 knockouts. 
So sounds good. Y- yes, yes. Oh, he's like Floyd Mayweather, except with zero knockouts. Yeah. Um. So I think the argument should be that Apollo Creed is number one I'm on this you. list. All right. But okay. now you're putting Rocky in consideration at two? Okay. Because this is, this is my thing about Rocky, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I will let the cat out of the bag. I haven't watched all of these Rocky movies. That's it. You're off the show. Go That's home. That's fine. Go I, home I've been and start this is watching. What I was Who's home running for? the board? I wish I knew this. I you said this Carter. a long time ago. I could have gone home. Uh, no. With, <laughs> with Rocky, which Rockies have you seen? Rocky's to me, feels like the Homer Simpson episode where he was just like, take punishment a whole bunch and then somehow win a fight. And I just, like, I don't respect that. Wow. What Rocky movies have you seen? Um, I'd have to go and look at the synopses because I don't remember which, like, numbers. All right. Okay. Part one, he fights Apollo Creed for the first time. Part two, rematch. Part three, Clubber Lang. And then he has his. Which is Mr. T. Super sensuous run in the water with Apollo Creed, who didn't trains see that him. One. I know I for sure that didn't see that one. Part four I'm pretty is sure the I've Russian. Seen four. Yeah. Part five is definitely when, didn't see five. When he go, it's Don't watch terrible. It. Don't when he it. goes broke and then he has brain trauma and stuff. Part six, which is called Rocky Balboa, is when he fights. Oh, I Mace. forgot that that one happened. Yeah, he fought. I think Antonio Tarver in real life, but it's Mason the Line Dixon because of the computer simulation. So those are the Rockies. Yeah, I've seen one and a half. So I tell you, That's you gotta go see two, full, three, and four. I should say. In full. So you've seen four. Two and three are great. One is a little two. bit more of a movie. And I'm what I'm saying here in that is it's great as in I think that probably Academy Awards stuff yeah. and everything is like, man, this is great. You're setting up the characters great and the storyline great. But two, three, and four to me are more way more about the training montages and the workouts and then the boxing and, and so um those are my favorite ones. I'm not putting them in my order yet, unless you're asking that question. Well, hold so. on, because 682, this brings up an interesting point. Apollo Creed was better than Rocky. He was 2-1 and one versus Rocky in their fights because of the third one, not in the movie. But was he has always been my question, because in Creed, have you seen the Creed movies, Reggie? Yeah. Okay. I just haven't seen three yet. Okay. I need to go watch them. In the first Creed... Rocky says that Apollo won the third fight, but I know there is speculation that did he win it or did he just say that Mm. because I don't know. And like that is not particularly like, you know, dove into further. Then he died like a year later. Yeah. Divin. That's totally the word I wanted to say. (laughs) And then somebody asked, how is Clubber Lang not number one? So Clubber Lang on the ringer poll is fifth because remember, he did knock rocky out but that was also the night his trainer died and then in the rematch you saw clever lang had you no ain't so bad <laughs> clever lang had no stamina that is actually a shockingly good reenactment of how that goes and clever lang had no stamina he got rope doped and he lost Never to reemerge on the heavyweight scene again. Reggie, you need to watch it oh, because Rocky's, Rocky's retiring oh. where his statue is in Philadelphia. They present the statue to him, and Clubber Lane says, Hey, you want to do me, Adrian? Because <laughs> he does. I got the real 
uh, you know what I'm talking about. And then that upsets Rocky where he's like, fine, I'm going to fight him. And his trainer's like, no, you do not want to fight him. He will beat the crap out of you. Yeah. Because, because I've kind Nick's of, been scouting I've been Rocky's kind of been, protecting yeah. you in your last few fights because I know that you have kind of gotten into a little bit of your rich and you're not as hungry as you used to be. And then, you know, Clubber beats him. And then they rematch again. And Creed then trains Rocky. And then Rocky finally is like, I'm scared. You want to know why, Adrian? I'm scared. And he, she's like, what are you afraid of? And it's great. <laughs> I feel like I've watched the movie already. I'm telling yeah. you, these are really good reenactments. I've watched these movies at the least movie. 20 times. <laughs> right, so I love Rocky movies. I promise I will actually go and watch Rocky movies. The reason why I hadn't to this time for the most part is I mean, these things are part of the culture. I know a good amount of these Rocky movies without having to watch a, all of them. I I think I think I do put Rocky second because just of the narrative of it all, and then I would probably put Adonis third. I think that makes a lot of sense because, like, when they did the rematch in Rocky Two, Rocky's trainer, or excuse me, Apollo's trainer is like, do not take this rematch. And he was like, I have to because everyone's calling me a chump. And he looked at him and he goes, I saw him take punishment that no man should be able to take. And he goes, don't do it. And then he did, and he won. He figured out a strategy with the help of Apollo Creed and his trainer to beat Clubber Lang in part three. He did knock out the then heavyweight champion in a street fight in part five. He beat Drago in part four. And he went to decision like 15 years after he was retired with the guy who was the champion at the time and had never lost. Like, I think he is really, really competitive, and he goes second to me. But Apollo Creed's number one because time catches everybody. And when he fought Rocky, it was just a screw-around fight. He was 46-0 with 46 knockouts. That's madness. So we've kept all of this within, like, the pre-Apollo Creed, um, Adonis Creed era of it. Those are great movies, movies, by the way. and I'm not saying, I'm not trying to compare. I'm just saying, is there anybody in these newer movies that you would think would even get into these rankings at So, all? Ricky Conlon screwed it up with the weigh-in punch because then the winner of him and Danny Wheeler, I feel like would have had, especially Conlon, because he beat Adonis. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he would have beat Danny Wheeler and then beat Adonis Creed, then, like, we would have had something to talk about. But I think that's why I slide them down just below. I do think those two are really high. And that chump whose name I forgot earlier in Creed, Leo something, he's pretty low on the Uh, list, along with Spider Rico. I will say this. I was worried about the Creed generation of, oh, no, because of Rocky Five, And I thought they did a great job of Rocky Balboa. I was like, oh, because I wasn't really looking forward to that. I was like, they did a pretty good job there. But they've done a really good job. The first two Creed movies, which I'll be honest, I've seen only once. Like, I saw them at the movie theater, enjoyed them. But with, like, Rocky Two, Three, and Four, I've probably watched each of those movies 20 times a piece, if not 50 times for a Rocky Four. I might have watched that movie 50 times. Who are your top three? How do your top three go, then? In my order, Avon Drago. Is one? Is one. Uh, Probably... Apollo Creed 2. Okay. And then I guess if I have to rank Rocky, I'll rank Rocky, even though I get he beats those guys. But, like, 
I just the fear of Avon Drago and then the entertainment of Creed. Up. Yeah. But I did really like Clubber Lang too. Like Mr. T at the time, I don't even know how to compare him, but he was a very popular, you know, culture person at that time with the A team and oh, uh, yeah. everything he was doing. And Hulk Hogan and WWF stuff. Yeah, Hulk Hogan had gotten fired from the then WWF because he went to go do this movie. And so that worked out pretty well for him. Somebody brought this up. I think part two is maybe not my favorite, but I think this all the time. From the 682, greatest scene in cinematic history is Rocky II. When Adrian, what are we waiting yeah, for? Adrian is laying in the hospital. She almost had a miscarriage. She's been in the hospital like the bulk of this movie. She wakes up and it's like emotional and she just looks at Rocky and is like, I just want you to do one thing. What's that? Win. And like Mick has been waiting through this hospital nonsense for the entire movie. He's like, this is stupid. We should go be catching chickens. And so like the second he just stands up and goes, well, what are we waiting for? And it's, it is truly amazing. And he can't even see out of one eye. But then after they say, what are we waiting for? He can see fine again. (laughs) It is. It's the power of love, Mike. It is. It's the power of love. I always wondered that. I'm like. Mick's like, hey, watch this. And he takes his hand and slaps him in his face. He's like, you never saw that coming because your eye's jacked up. Well, then his eye got better because the baby. And then the underrated fighting wisdom of Polly, who says, hit the one in the middle. <laughs> it's like, I'll see three of them out there. Hit the one in the middle. We're the KNC Masterpiece. Thank you very much to the Twolos, the YouTubers. And somebody goes, I can't believe how excited you guys are for fake boxing. I love the world built from Rocky the Rocky is a thousand times better than movies. real boxing. Coming up. Watching Floyd Mayweather Jr. tap a guy 7,000 times for 30 minutes and then the m- match is over. He won unanimous decision. I'm like... This is not a movie, and it's not as fun. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy. And so the saga begins again. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan from the 817. That was a great impression for the 682 awesome segment, guys, from the 469. This is one of the greatest segments of the KMC Masterpiece ever. Excellent work. And then multiple people telling us if we haven't seen Creed 3, it is fantastic, fantastic. Good. I need to see it. Absolutely. I'm in on that as well. Right now. Time to go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Biscuits. <laughs> and we start with, well, let's talk about the Cowboys compensatory picks because I know people always care about that. The Dallas Cowboys got not one, not two, but three compensatory picks. Will they listen to me this year? It's too many picks. Trade some of them for either future picks or trade up in the draft. Last year, too many picks. Took a dude named John Ridgway. Great pick. Had to release him two weeks into the season because you had too many players. So I get how this is fun. And people say, hey, should you trade back from 26? I totally get at times why you would do that. But when you start getting every year, the Cowboys are going to get three or four compensatory picks because they hate free agents. If you wear another jersey, you're out as a Dallas Cowboy. Is I just think, great. And you can give me those picks here in a second. But why don't you combine like all three of these picks to just get a one round higher? Yeah, that's that is an interesting question. So picks are round five, 169 and 176, nice. and then round six is 212. So three compensatory picks, two fifth rounders, one six rounder. Kevin? Yes. Can I give you some? Uh, I don't want to know if I should I call it breaking news. I don't think it's breaking. Is it about oh, the restructure? It is. Okay. Okay. Here it is. This will, is huge. It's. Uh, if you want to believe it's huge, totally this fine. Is, if you don't stick around and listen to this, oh, I don't know when we're goodness. gonna do it. But my gosh. My goodness. Does that? Man. Does that mean you want me to wait or just go ahead and say it straight away? I don't know. I don't know. There's is it some the type people... of news that you can break in gridiron gravy? Yes. I, it's not a big deal. What? It, are you talking? Are you talking about? Because I tell you what, if it was my restructure, it'd be a big deal. Okay, 
Zach Martin. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> oh, Zach Martin. Is he still a cowboy? Well, you have to find out. And, and? Dak Prescott. What? We traded them both. Are they still on the Cowboys? No. Of course, the answer is yes. Oh, they're still okay. on the Cowboys. What Thank are we God even we talking kept the 12th about? Best quarterback. They, oh my God, oh, Mike. Who said that? How, they have. That's a drop. They have. That's not a drop. <laughs> I watched you say it. They have restructured the contracts of Zach Martin and Dak Prescott to create about $30 million in cap space. Bobby Wagner and DeAndre Hopkins, here we go. Okay, now. And Levante David. By the way, you can tell your partner there, Kevin Gray, he can stop getting so excited about free agents. We don't do that. (laughs) He does like a name, though, doesn't he? I try to tell him, but. Yeah, so the Zach, Zach Martin, I guess I have to say, is a little bit less surprising than Dak. I'm just curious, where is this Dak money going? Are they just going to add more or did they add more voidable years to his deal? Because maybe we're guaranteeing more. I mean, okay, I, I get that, but then it would hit the cap sooner rather than later because over the next two years, which are the last two years of his contract, his salary cap hits 101 million and then they have two voidable years. So I'm just curious if they just added voidable years i don't know but i know my 2026 bet is looking better and better with old gavin dawson it indeed it is and so 30 million dollars of room created i did i do not believe that created a surplus of 30 million because remember they were already kind of in the hole and so with dalton schultz moving on but you did tag tony pollard I think they would be plus 13 million. I'm just like going yes. off the top of my head. I don't know that to be the accurate number, but they were they were seven in the hole. Pollard is 10, so that puts you 17 in the hole. And if you created about 30 million dollars from those two restructurings, that would put you at a positive 13 million based off of that. If you're including Tony Pollard as already a done deal, I don't do know. you feel like the Cowboys are now going to the Super Bowl? I no, I don't. There's nothing they can do. It will then no, there is. Okay. We have talked about the things they can do. This is not it. This is a perfunctory accounting change. Does this help open up the money so that we can bring Zeke back? Because I'm oh just think God. at this point, uh. last year, what he was able to do for this team physically and mentally, mm-hmm. if we can open up that money so we can bring him back uh-huh. and have Pollard, I feel like don't you remember the feeling you had going into San Francisco? You're like, dude, if we have Zeke on this team, we're in great shape. So, Kevin, can you just recap what happened one more time? Okay, we have restructured the contracts of the Cowboys, have restructured the contracts of Zach Barton and Dak Prescott to create $30 million more in cap space for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah! It's <sighs> Cowboys dance party! Cowboys. What did I say, Cowboys? Who did I say? No, I was just finishing oh. that statement. And then I'm not sure why. I get it from the 469. I love Zeke Ke- is back. <laughs> yes, we no. kept him. I don't know if that is. Tyron 21. That's totally what I Put him in the ring of that. honor while he's still here. From the 469, I love Kevin to death, but sometimes I'm just like, shut the hell up. All right, just tell me specifically why in that moment. Like, I definitely get it. Is okay, here's a few things about that. If. I'm not saying this is a bad move at all. I just, I feel like we've talked about how this was going to happen for like months. But you never know with the Cowboys. They're such gamblers. You do never know. So, 
In what? fact, I feel like, honestly, now not being sarcastic, they do the same thing for 20 straight years. So you know exactly what's going to happen. Uh, people are going to talk about good free agents. We're going to get none of them. Yeah. People are going to talk about the cap situation and go, we've restructured to open up enough room to get the next $3 million player on a one-year contract that nobody really wants in the NFL, but we believe that we can resurrect their career type of guy. And then we're going to draft, and we're actually going to do pretty darn good in the draft. And that's going to be the offseason. And then in July, we are going all the way to Las Vegas. But we're losing in Las Vegas, but we're making it there. Okay. Well, I would still be, I would be fine with that if we just made it that far. I really, really would. And so they have the opportunity. Now, some spots are saying they have $22 million. Just off the top of my head, I thought if you count the Pollard franchise tag, that would put you down at 13. So I'm not sure if they're saying it's 22 without Pollard what the deal is there's still one or two things you can restructure if you get some long-term deals done you could create even more space but i guess the restructuring of dak maybe for the short term rules out a brand new addition to his deal at least that would be my guess all right i mean i don't know everything i just know that the cowboys did the right thing again for the 20th straight year they have a plan and they're sticking to it and it's always worked in the past and I know it's going to work in the future. So bullet points for the Cowboys right now and today. And this is how I was going to start with the saga is Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, that's what we did it for. Uh, yeah, he's got. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I knew it. I he's... mean, that guy is like a brand new player now after his fourth surgery in four years. He's holding his workout today in Arizona to show where he's at physically. The Dallas Cowboys pick up three compensatory picks, two in the fifth round, one in the sixth round, and they do restructure the contracts of Zach Martin and Dak Prescott to create $30 million more in cap space for them. We're the KNC Masterpiece. A, I tell you what, I thought, I coming into today, I was like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. But after that restructure situation. You're really pumped. Let's carry it over. Let's take phone calls on what do you think of restructures? <laughs> okay, I bet Re- that will destroy Reggie's excitement <laughs> for the day. And it is a shout out Friday from Kenny and Quinlan. Shout out to my Aunt Dorothy. Turned 100 mm. last Saturday and my 10 year old grandson Maxon playing a hockey tournament in Washington, D.C. Man, making to 100 is really incredible. You do love to see it. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next from the mind of Mike restructures. Not, uh, we can talk more okay, about good. that at any point. Well, I'm going to be honest. I don't want to talk about restructuring a contract, it's boring. Spring training showcase. Rangers fans, how much more excited are you for this season? Than maybe the last three or four years. 877-881-1053. It's just hit after hit on this show. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 